Getting Better with Friends. In 2016, I started the year off with a bang. I was on stage at the Sydney Opera House, working for Australia's premier theatre company, working on a play I adored, Arcadia, by one of my favourite writers, Tom Stoppard, and playing a character I loved, Valentine. The cast was insanely talented. The director was one of those directors that theatre actors both feared and dreamed of working with. And I had an incredible coach supporting me the whole time. It was a gorgeous period of my life. I needed it. My previous theatre experience had been marred and I deeply wanted to turn the ship around on this one. So when opening night came and I gave the work I wanted to, plus was kind to myself when I slipped up, plus had fun with great actors, man, I put my head on the pillow and fell asleep pretty damn easily. But as wonderful as it all was, I had an itch. It was small at first, but after about 45 shows, I remember really wanting to scratch it. The itch was screen acting. At that time, I had spent over a decade working on theatre and there was a seed underneath my skin just desperate to grow. So when the next theatre audition came through, I decided to listen to my body and say no in order to create space for a yes. First things first. I was pretty clear about the direction I wanted to head. I simply looked at all the scenes, actors, films, etc. that inspired me. What was the most important common denominator? They all gave honest conversations on screen. That's what I wanted to give. But how? I felt there was a massive valley in between my current skill level and where I wanted to be. So the time came when I realized that the most important thing I could do in order to increase my skill level on screen was reps. Reps, reps, reps. Cold, hard time in front of the lens. Okay. How can I get reps? A huge reason why acting is still important to this day is because we represent one of the key ingredients that allowed us to survive uh, over the last 200,000 years. By us, I mean Homo sapiens. Oh, excuse me. Connection. Human connection. Therefore, we need others to practice. We need to sit opposite someone else and have a human connection with them in front of the lens. Now, at that time, I allocated a little bit of my piggy bank for training each month. But that was one night a week 
and based off the books I was reading at that time, I knew that for actual skill development, I would benefit exponentially from two or three shorter sessions per week rather than one intense weekend workshop. Okay. Two or three shorter practice sessions per week. So, find somebody and practice. But who? And where? And for how long? And do what, specifically? This created a jam for me. The years after graduating NIDA, I can remember practicing or filming self-tapes was a miserable, miserable affair. Often spending long hours doing take after take, just slogging it out, trying to make each line perfect. Repeating takes because I made one duff up, or the practice time would be continually interrupted by phones, or the other person would spend hours complaining about things outside of their control, slash the industry. Um, Or the lighting setup was terrible, or my technical computer skills would mean everything electronic I touched instantaneously fell apart. (sighs) Exhausting, frustrating, just simply de-energizing. My experience practicing had been tainted. I wanted to be a bit smarter this time. So I tried something different. Energizing practice. 30, 45, 45. Step one. Find someone you feel energized around. Someone who's curious, kind, honest, dedicated, respectful, open, etc. Whatever floats your boat. Someone you resonate with. Someone your body says hell yes to. Someone you feel excited about showing up to play with. If they ain't energizing, it ain't going to be sustainable. Two, book the time, place, and setup. Wednesday at 2 to 4 p.m., At my house, a clear time, a clear place where you can do deep work for two hours without getting distracted, a clear setup, good lighting, camera, sound, etc. Step three, show up, phones on aeroplane mode, put the timer on, 30 minutes, then check in. Include coffee and snacks. Just have a chat about what you both want out of your 45. How would you like to feel after practice? What will you focus on to help you get there? What's the most important thing you would like to work on in the next 45 minutes? And what's the process that will help you improve it? That will actually help you improve it. Step four. Deep work. Each actor then gets 45 minutes. And whichever actor goes first, the other actor is there to wholeheartedly support and serve the actor on screen. Whatever they need, do it. Five, the debrief. 
in the last few minutes of your 45, identify two things. Best thing? What was the best thing about your practice? What did you feel good about? What worked? What do you think you did well? And look, I don't care how much you want to say it all sucked and I'm terrible at acting. <laughs> We've all been there. Try, be objective and find something worth celebrating. Your sustainability depends on it. And then next, ready for. What are you ready to work on next? Where is the 1% improvement you are ready to work on? That's it. Dunskis. 30, 45, 45. Energizing practice. Remember, if you can make things like practice, self-taping, learning lines, etc. The boring bits. If you can make them energizing, addictive, fun, you'll want to keep showing up. And if you keep showing up and keep making 1% improvement week after week, month after month, year after year, you'll be bloody dangerous as an actor. I hope this helps. For private coaching or other details, head to michaelsheesby.com forward slash coaching or just email me at info at michaelsheesby.com.